You know, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. You know, the thing is, we're here now, so just be here now. That's all I gotta say. Welcome to Unhinged, episode 38, recorded January 29th, 2017. How goes it on this fine, fine Sunday? Are you asking them or me? I was asking you. Ruin the oh, flow. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, uh, things are, are good. Um, well, I might as well start off by telling you that, you know, of course, you know, I wake up. There's permission. I've been waking up very early in the morning. Yeah. Typically five. Uh, this morning was, I slept in, I think it was like six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and of course there was nothing on, but, uh, you know, um, you know, it was people selling pots and pans and, yeah. um, all that kind of good stuff and, uh, lots of, uh, churches and crazy yeah. people with white hair and white shoes. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I decided to turn on rude awakening, mm. which is, uh, we've mentioned this movie throughout the podcast and, and I don't think a lot of people have connected with it unless they've looked it up because I think like 14 people in a blind dog saw yeah. that film. It was not, it was not what you'd call a blockbuster, <laughs> which in this case for you and I means absolutely nothing. Right. And we took to it. Um, and just, it's been a part of our lives, a part of our, almost yeah. our makeup in a, in a way. <laughs> and yeah. Very, we, we always act out scenes from it or, you know, do quotes from it. As a matter of fact, the the last quote in our intro is by Cheech, who is in that movie, and it's from that movie. That's correct. Yeah, good reference. <laughs> so uh, I so I was watching it, and of course they you know they go from hippies in the '60s, and then all of a sudden they forward you know midway through they forward to the year you know like 20 years later, right? And um, which is interesting um, because for one, the movie came out in '89. Uh, we met within a year of that. Right. Um, and the 20 years is, you know, they had said 20 years later, so they reunited the three of them 20 years later. Now, it's actually the four of them, but the main characters of the movie, is, they're the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Eric Roberts, I'll say Cheech, uh, uh, and Julie Haggerty, which is, uh, in our case, for all intents and purposes, Farrell, your right. wife. Yes. Chris. Um, so does that um, make me Cheech? <laughs> I guess it does. Well, it has to be. I mean, originally I was. Uh, no, I'm Cheech because I'm the outside guy. You're the yeah. couple. Oh yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Now again, people are not following this, but the point is, uh, you know, they reunite after 20 years. You and I, we figured now we have not seen each other in person for what did we figure it is? 17 it like, years or uh, somewhere between. 14 and 17, something like that. I'd, I'd have to. But it's a lot closer that. to 17. Yeah, yeah. It's been I a think, while. Yeah. So there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope by 20, we'll have done that. Of Somehow course. make it happen. Yes. Um, and my, my prayer is that it's the three of us. Um, yes. Not my prayer, my choice. Yeah. Um, because uh, 
to me, she's very much part of that, just like oh, the movie was. So, and and we're, we've also been, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash together. That's right. You that's know, right. Pull out the acoustics, and then we'd, you know, the three of us would just have a sing along and just uh, have a blast. Yeah, I mean, what was our intent? What was our our sort of uh, our um our selling tool our our main sort of synopsis of what the show was how would you define that of what is we have you know we have it on the website but you know about two friends that have you know right. went through college together graduated college and then one went one way one went the other but yeah. yet through and, one having mental illness, you've been unconditional since then, and that's a very rare thing, and we've seen that over and over. Right. So, but yet, you've been able to do that with, we'll say, sixteen years, mm -hmm. um, uh, virtually, yeah, or by phone, and and better and better quality as the years went on. Yeah, and and most of the time, it's worse and worse and worse and worse till till the fizzles mm -hmm. and so you know we have to give ourselves or i give you credit for that even you know because it's not like you know that's much more difficult because when you get more distant you know you end up sort of you're talking you know if it's new you're talking every day and then you're talking every four days and then you're talking every two weeks and the, you yeah. know yeah uh, it's never happened so i guess i'm saying two things that one i'm glad this is a rare thing and people out there should know that your supports out there um can come any which way but they're out there you know the yeah. true supports um and of course just you know i feel that that us getting together uh you know sooner than later because if anything our show promotes not putting things off right and take living day to day yeah um just kind of, you know, it ends up as a lesson to everyone. Oh, believe so, me, we, we've already been discussing when we're going to do uh, an East Coast trip and a, a Canada trip. So, you know, the, the seed is planted. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to again pace myself with this new uh, kind of life I'm taking on mm -hmm. uh, at the same time trying to jump into a lot of things uh, in hopes that that'll get me out of my feet and I can monetize it soon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously in perfect situation, I'd like to sort of be a contributor to that event, not yeah. be the guy you had to go and run to. Right. But that's, to, you know, that's just me. So I thought I'd bring that up being that I watched, I got all the way through it. Um, huh. Some parts were a lot, we're, we're easy sometimes we're not but uh because it comes close to home yeah but um but it's really uh yeah i made it through the whole thing and it was just uh, it was fun watching so that must have been the first time you've watched the whole thing yes in what over a decade <sighs> a long time several years yeah and you know i've just had it saved because it's very hard to find because it's, yeah. it just wasn't a boss office success to say the least right so i you know i have to keep the the digital copy yeah but yeah it's been a long time since i've been able to watch it or at least be able to watch it uh without having to shut it off because i got hysterical right 
Right. Um, where's my Eddie? You know. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I that's another that. thing. You know, that? and that's another thing. You know that it just shows that where my condition is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's you know? a huge improvement. And it just led me thinking to you know I know I want to mention it on the show I want to mention it to you and figure it was kind of you know uh, I know it's prof- it was prophetic in a way mm-hmm. uh, just just feeling so close to them as I do to you two and it's like we've got we can't let this go longer yeah you know uh, life's too short and we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow exactly just like I don't for sure you don't either really so yeah. Um, so there yeah. you go. I just wanted to kind of mention that. Well, thanks. I mean, that, that actually, um, I, I love that movie as you know. Um, and I actually remember when you, cause you introduced that movie, uh, to us. Yeah. I probably and, said this is a really stupid movie, but well, it was, it, you did it in a very funny way because you, you had it on. Tell tape. me, I don't remember anything. You had it on VHS. You had a VHS copy, I think it was. Right. Uh, or no, it was, I think you had recorded it from TV or something something like that. It was on tape. And uh, we were at school and we were- I think it was VHS. Uh, yeah. And we were watching yeah. TV and you had uh, recorded, um, that's right, you had recorded uh, a whole bunch of TV where you were switching the channel in between uh, as it was recording uh, going back and forth from the movie to other shows and commercials and stuff like that. So we were watching it, not realizing it was a tape of you doing this. And we were super confused. I, I did that to you like it's a trick. Yeah. 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 Oh. You, had re- you had recorded no. this long, uh, like an hour long of just you watching TV, just flipping channel the channels, surfing. channel surfing. You know, you just see the, the, you'd be, we'd be getting into the movie and suddenly it would switch to some commercial or something else. And we were just like, what absolutely the no recollection. And, of this. and we had the remotes, like no one had the remotes that we didn't see. So we were like, how's the channel changing? What is going on? <laughs> remotes broken. You went and changed the batteries. But, so what <laughs> yeah. happened? Um, so finally you, you told us, you were like, ah, I'm messing with you. It's all on tape. And we're like, oh my God, but now we really need to see this movie all the way through. (laughs) Oh, so it was partly that movie we was on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It kept flipping from that, from Root Awakening to other channels that you were surfing. Cause I guess it was on TV and you were recording. Interesting way to introduce a movie to you. (laughs) I I was very clever in a weird way. Yeah. It was bizarre. Cause then we, we had to go out and rent the movie because we're like, well, now we have to see what happens. (laughs) Well, it's it's interesting. I, I do say everyone should check out Rude Awakening, nineteen eighty nine. Eric yeah. Roberts, Cheech Marin, Julia Haggerty, Buck Henry. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know, it's it it's a funnier movie than they give it credit for. Yeah, I mean, you're just looking for a good time, something goofy yeah. that you can giggle at, and with a message. I mean, it it's you know, yeah, it, it was it was a good movie. I mean, I thought it was well written and it was funny. Just yeah, you have to, blockbuster. to be able to prepare for, you know, incredible idealism and yeah. not, not be turned off by that. Right. I uh, hope exactly. not turned off by that. Yeah. So um, I think we can get Mitchell Drew involved in that because he's an idealist. Yeah, he'd probably love that movie. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I well, thank him again for doing last show because I think it came out really well. And, yeah. Um, wow, he was he's great. Great, 
yeah, he's off to great things in the aerospace engineering industry. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, something for me to shoot for. Hopefully, I'll be the first wackadoodle on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Somehow, so, I don't see you up there. You probably can't with your DBS yet, you know. Yeah. Actually, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You can't go um, into uh, like the airport security thing because uh, you have yeah, metal right. in your well, head, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's uh, magnetic, but they've come out with actually new technology, which oh. a lot of the airports have adapted that I can go through. Oh, I don't know the technology. You know, I don't know the specifics on the technology, but yeah, I think it's more, I suppose it's more x-ray, but they're really fancy tubes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably similar to what you go through when you go into Trump Towers. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, but for right now, I let them pat me down because I enjoy it. <laughs> um kidding yeah well, uh, depends who it so, is but yeah <laughs> well before i get to some things i wanted to share with you uh um i wanted to sort of focus on you a little bit because mm-hmm. um we know we're doing sort of a um uh semi-bridged show today um and uh mostly because you're going away this week for work Yes, yes, I am uh, flying tomorrow morning out to Colorado uh, for a few days. Um, yeah, now most people would be like, cool, mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, even though we consider you one of the normals, <laughs> quote unquote, um, you, you're, you've, t- you've mentioned this during the shows and but that you get a lot of anxiety um, yeah, traveling. I- I do. I, I don't like the process of traveling, you know, the airports and the security and the lines and, you know, having to get up early and, you know, making sure you, you have everything packed right. And, you know, all that stuff, it just, it's something that always creates anxiety in me. Um, it's not the flying itself. Like I, I'm not afraid of flying at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I follow that. Yeah. yeah. It's just, the, I mean, it's the whole it process. The, the, uh, is it because it's inconvenient and it's just kind of a pain in the ass or do you actually get anxiety? What we would call anxiety, whether well, it be low level or not. I would say probably low level, um, anxiety for sure. Uh, for any so trip, you feel nervous and you have a physical reaction to it. Yeah. I tend to, um, just not be able to stop thinking about, you know, having to get ready for it and am I going to forget something? Um, so you experience rumination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically I just keep, keep thinking. And and the, the funny thing is once I'm there and once I, you know, I fly and I reach my destination, it's all gone. It's fine. I'm good again. Um, it's just the process of, um, of having to, you know, make sure everything goes off smoothly and, you don't miss your flight and all this stuff. Uh, I don't know. It just uh, always has bothered me. Well, I, I mean, I don't find you, and we talk a little bit before the show and that stuff, and I don't find you being quick or, you know, you seem very, you know, um, you just seem like yourself. I don't think mm-hmm. you, you'd be, you know, um, short or anything like that or, you know. Yeah, um, I I guess I tend to, um, 
keep a lot of that to myself. I mean, I, I try anyway. Um, that means you have been wanting to call me a dickhead for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, you know, it's just this, uh, mild level of anxiety that, uh, just puts me a little bit on edge, but, but it's nothing that I, you know, can't deal with ultimately. Um, for some well, reason I, though, I, I really hate having to take off my shoes at the airport. That's like one of my pet peeves. Uh, I just, it, yeah, it's just I so agree. annoying. It's, it's invasive and 9 million people who you don't know if they wash their socks today <laughs> standing there too. Right. I know it's not a germaphobe, but it, no. it's, it's, it's just like, I take off my, yeah. It's, just, it's for me, it's just inconvenience. It's, yeah. And that too. Yeah. I mean, and the belt too, right? Oh yeah. The belt, the, you know, then going through the machine and all that stuff. So yeah. So a eh, little anxious. I, I hate that it's so early in the morning. Because uh, the flight leaves at 6.40 in the morning, so the cab's coming here to pick me up at uh, like 4.30. It's crazy. That means you're up at 3 because you're worried you're going to forget something and all that. Right. If you're me, anyways. Yeah, so, or, yeah, that screws your whole, your whole, your internal clock, your circadian rhythm. Right. So that's going to cause a little bit extra anxiety. Yeah, like uh, I won't sleep well because I'm afraid I'm going to sleep through the alarm or something and miss my flight. Uh, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, but it's short lived, and that's one oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, and I, I can, like, if we're doing a vacation to somewhere, like a few years ago, we went to Peru, and so I was excited about that. I was like, "This is great," you know. Uh, the the airport part of it was still stressful, but you know, I had a really uh, good thing to look forward to. Uh, cause it's vacation, you know, so you could kind of, uh, get over the anxiety by thinking about the destination, you know? Well, my follow-up question was going to be, you know, what tools from your wellness toolbox mm -hmm. do you use to maybe, you know, knowing you're going to go on a trip, it's not any surprise that you can use to abate some of the anxiety and you just named it. Yeah. yeah. So you bring yeah. me to it. So that, that's a good thing. Uh, of course, this is a quick work trip, so it's not like you can really necessarily. Uh, well, I mean, no. It, get excited about it. Well, it is in the sense that I mean, for those who don't know, I I work from home um, pretty much 100 percent of the time, uh, but my company's based in Colorado, so every once in a while we fly out there, uh, and we all get together. There's a bunch of us who live here in the Bay Area, uh, and everyone flies to Colorado and has you know face to face time. Um, so, so that part's pretty cool because these are people I work with every single day, uh, but virtually through, you know, the internet with cameras and voice chat and stuff like that. Uh, so seeing them in person, um, is a good thing. And I look forward to that. They're cool people. I like hanging out with them. And um, you don't have a social anxiety issues. You're comfortable with yourself. You're fine seeing these people and. Or is there a uncomfortable oh, yeah. feeling no. at the beginning and it gets smoother or you don't have that? <laughs> I guess, I guess I would have to say the only uncomfortable thing for me is when I know that I've gained weight the lat from the last time I saw someone. So yeah. like, I'm like, Oh geez, they're going to notice. <laughs> and that's, you get know, over it, man. Shake know, it off. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, I, but I, I'm working on that. I'm so kidding, of course. Uh, down nine pounds already. Um, well, so. that, that's 
great the timing because you know yeah. you know if, if there's somebody you've talked to about it in the past or whatever you, well hey I'm, I'm on a good well and this was year's resolution and i'm living it out and i've already lost 10 pounds you can round it to 10 <laughs> i give you permission uh well and actually i used uh this trip as my motivation exactly that i was thinking to yeah. myself well i'm gonna see a bunch of people that i haven't seen for like a year probably since the last time yeah. i was there and i'm you know definitely bigger than i was a year ago um yeah so to me that was the the what really incentivized me to uh to really go full force on this um so and it's funny if you think about it from their point of view most likely at least if there was 10 people nine out of 10 people wouldn't even be thinking about the weight. Yeah. They're just looking at your face like, there's that cool guy ahead. I'm so happy to see him, all that stuff. There's probably, they're not even noticing it. It's all you. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. You know, that's true. Um, because then, plus, I mean, in America, the percentage of people that are overweight is, is, is astounding. It's yeah. just our culture. Right. So it's, 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 there's no stigma really about it. It's really your own self. Well, know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's no stigma about it. I still think that, um, people who well, are, yeah, when you're 900 pounds and you have to be taken out right. your house through the wall with a truck. Right. Um, but, but, but even, like even not to that extreme, uh, still people that are, I guess, very obviously obese, um, um, uh, you know, they do get, you know, looks and stares and, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking you now. I'm not talking about oh, yeah, that yeah. story and that story is true and it's pathetic and sad, mm -hmm. but you know, with you, it, you know, it, it's you, I mean, you have the control of yeah. trying to, you know, and that's just one of those things you'll work on and yep. it's gotten better. You've gotten better about it. Oh, I have absolutely. No, I, I, I'm, learning Especially to as you get be, older you have more of an excuse too, you know? <laughs> well but I, i'm learning to be more comfortable in my own skin and that's that's always been my biggest challenge uh is right. is feeling comfortable in my own skin um yeah i well that see that even that thought knowing that i've been you know always feeling like just the bottom you know the gum on the bottom of somebody's shoe mm -hmm. i mean so i had none of that so but you can empathize with that yeah. You know, and just know that in my case, it's another level. Mm -hmm. But so that's been part of, of why you've been there. Yeah. No, I mean, I can definitely see um, how one affects the other. Um, so, so anyway, I'm uh, the, the show today is uh, um, maybe a little abbreviated. Uh, I'm going to need time to edit this uh, before we release on Tuesday. Uh, but I'll be traveling, so it's going to be tighter for me. Um, well, so. that's why we're doing such a damn good job and smooth as a baby's bottom when we're talking. <laughs> yeah, so there so far doesn't have to be much editing at all. That's right. But uh, so you'll get through it. You'll have a good trip, and uh, you look good for work. And you'll you always and while you're there. And it's winding down. You've got that image in your head of being able to go home and be back oh, yeah. to your comfort zone. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I'm just get all comfy and get back behind the computer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everyone has so their happy place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the week, uh, not the week, but uh, the end of next month, um, 
uh, Chris and I are going out to Colorado on our own on a little mini vacation. So, yeah, you'll have more ammo to to fight your normal yeah uh, travel anxiety just because it's it's for a good thing and it's for your next step in your life and and well and I'm, for work. yeah and also because I'm traveling with my wife, uh, which instantly makes it that much better, you know, easier to handle. He's saying that, by the way, because she's listening. But um, <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. Of course, I know that. So, how's it been going with you? Uh, I know you've been taking on a lot, and you know, I I want to make sure that you're not taking on too much uh, baby steps. Uh, but how are you feeling? Yeah, a lot for me. Actually, uh, you probably didn't notice I put a "What about Bob" uh, post on our uh, Facebook page. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah. So um, the movie's a, a comedy, but it, it, it really actually is something uh, everyone with with mental illness should see um, because baby steps, you know, we, we say that. I mean, it's yeah. just, it, it is what you do, you know, especially with anxiety. Right. And and I've been like thinking of the movie when I try and think about, you know, either doing laundry or having to go to the store. I've explained this before. We'll, we'll just sit and worry about it for two hours and just about going down the street to the store right so now i'm you know taking things into pieces i don't have to worry about you know going it's the same thing as this he says in his office you know uh don't have to worry about getting from here to the store i just say need to worry about here to getting dressed and mm -hmm. then getting dressed and going out the door and then deal with the hallway when i get there and right etc but no i am pacing myself um I think the neurology is holding up. Yeah. Um, I think I have a lot of psycho. Well, I know I have a lot of psychological issues uh, and issues is vague, but there is still an element of trauma. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when the, when, when PTSD, the term, the label first came out, well, number one, it dealt a lot with, uh, or in a big way towards, you know, war veterans. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but for me, when I heard it, I was like, oh shit, another label. And I was kind of, you know, been like, that's crap because there's other things that cover that. But, uh, there's, there is an element to say there's a post, you know, uh, there's, there are repercussions for the things, the learned behaviors you go through and the experiences you go through when they're traumatic mm -hmm. i.e for me bullying uh you know all that kind of feeling worthless all that kind of stuff and no socialization right you know so we probably at least people with mental illness probably all have an element of post-traumatic stress mm. whether i'd call it a disorder like i know i have post-traumatic summer camp disorder <laughs> you know i mean you know we could put labels on anything so yeah um so I have a lot of psychological things to deal with. I notice I notice a lot of things now. Um, as you get better, again, more parts of your, the thinking parts of your brain begin to open up and, and turn on. Right. Um, and other things, uh, your emotions, hopefully my amygdala and my emotions are being controlled more. But I am hypersensitive to, I know for one, uh, receiving criticism. Mm. Um, that's most likely because I received most of that growing up as opposed to positive reinforcement, uh, but also 
not socializing for 30 years, I think all that combined is going to not only create a social phobic, but somebody who is very self-conscious and not um, driven from the inside out. Right. You know, kind of, um, you know, get their identity from what people tell you. And that's just wrong. You know, so um, <clears throat> so I'm dealing with a lot of things like that. Um, so being self-aware is very important. And that's really a, a big, a big go-to word in the mental health industry and, and peer support and, and rap and all kinds of things. So, uh, but on the other side, I'm, I'm being self-aware in self care. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to that sound like Dr. Seuss there, <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, um, if I'm in a class like I was yesterday, there's all day and I need to, you know, get some air. They understand that's self-care. I need to just, you know, because maybe I feel a little anxious and mm -hmm. so I need to go out. Sometimes it's go for a smoke, whatever your your thing is, rock, walk around the block, yep. whatever, rock around the clock. <laughs> um, but, you know, so self-care is very important. Knowing, again, like you said, pacing yourself, uh, you know, not just being a yes man. Yeah. That's important. And I'm a people pleaser because I don't please myself. So I, you know, again, it's outward to in rather than the other way around. So I need to just say, no, you know what? I'm going to take that day off because I want to decompress that day. So no, mm -hmm. uh, if you can find somebody else, that'd be great. You know, not thinking, well, they're going to get rid of me if I just say that, you know. Right. No, I'm putting in too much good work, I think, for them to do that. So are you, so, are, are you, um, basically finding all this out, uh, analyzing yourself or, or are you still talking to a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist? No, I'm doing this all myself. Um, you know, but at least I have, you know, well, I have you obviously, but I have other people that I'm socializing with one-on-one -on -one per in person. Yeah. Um, you know, where I was doing this from home, being homebound, uh, and that just, you know, hoping I skype somebody in the answer, you know, and all that, you know, that's being a victim. So you got to make your, yeah. you got to make things happen. So, um, no, this, at and, least I'm getting some social support, some things to bounce. You always need that other person, whether they be neutral or not, to bounce off of. Right. Otherwise, again, you're just, bouncing distortion around right now how, how do you deal with um with feeling the blow of criticism if someone does say something now that you're in this remission well the only thing i can turn to right now is just say well hey the, you know look at the the week that had passed i did this i did this i was praised for this i did that yeah this is one thing that Hey, it could be them having a bad day, mm -hmm. which I've never ever thought of before. It was always me. Obviously, I obviously suck because everyone's better than me, so they're they're obviously right, mm -hmm. but not necessarily. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, and so the best thing to do is to look back and say, well, this is you know just a a, a glitch in what's what's been a, a very fulfilling week. Yeah. This 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 points to a much a uh, healthier remission this time around, I believe, because I believe sure, the last, sure. yeah, your last remission was derailed by uh, a criticism. And yeah. 
and you didn't recover from that until this latest remission. Um, right. And but now, that remission, I, I never went to work. I stayed home. Right. I was still kind of green eyes, not changing, you know, not ripping yeah. the clothes. Uh, so yeah, this quality is I mean, to be working for three, four or five days a week mm -hmm. and, and doing the things that we just talked about. It's, it's humongous. Yeah. That's amazing. So, and the other thing is to, you know, I have the personal responsibility to not worry about, all right, it's been two months. We've never gotten past about two and a half months. So my time's running out and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, look, if it happens, then all I can say is, hey, I did what I could do. Yeah. And I think everyone would agree. It's not just you hearing this now. It's a lot of people listening. Yep. They can say, man, this guy fought. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and they'll feel even worse if I got down. And I appreciate that. Obviously, that's pure empathy. And that's why the listeners are just so cool. Yeah, definitely. And you, you know, but, but hey, if, you know, I mean, really, to me, the next step in progress is, as we've mentioned, to see if this can go four months. Right. And then five months and yep. six, that's where the real hope's going to kick in. Yeah. And not overthinking the, the numbers like just just enjoying the the time and and what you're what you have right now uh because if you start overthinking it then you know our favorite word rumination happens oh yeah yeah i'm definitely a, a um, double doctorate in that <laughs> and uh but i guess there's there is also that thing that you know i'm getting involved or running running for uh, facilitating four different groups now, support groups and yeah. uh, doing some peer support and, and taking the peer support training. And I'd hate to see it happen where I would just say, okay, I'm out because we know how it works with me and neurology. Yeah. yeah. It's on or off. So it's like, who know, you know, if I'm going to, you know, I made you wait, what, three weeks, a month longer than that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to end up doing that to them. And so that's not going to happen. No. So, that's the only way I can look at it. Uh, it I'm sure they're they're perfectly aware because I set them up from day one that this could happen. Right. So they're just they're they're being unconditional. They're they're just happy that I'm going through what I'm going through. Um, what I was going to mention was uh, this time around. It seems like um, when the neurology part of it is fixed, then you actually have the ability to start working on the the psychological part of it. Uh, yeah, we've talked about that a lot. Yeah, and before, um, if the neurology wasn't fixed, then there's nothing you can do about the psychological part, it seems. Um, it, it becomes a, a physical problem. Well, at least, you know, it's working for now, you know? And, right. And, uh, so, uh, the the I guess the reason we know that besides, you know, what I'm accomplishing during this remission that I had prior, uh, is that also I'm looking at it from, hey, how much can psychology help fight off relapse? Right. Exactly. Uh, they now don't that, know that data, you know. So yeah, it's I'm experimenting with that, and I'm, you yeah. know, I'm doing those things. So now yeah, that you're well enough, remission. Yeah. Now that you're well enough to work on the psychology, uh, that's that's when you can make the biggest strides. I think. Yeah, I think the first time we talked about this, I was in a remission mm -hmm. and, you know, we were saying that the psychology, you know, at least it can't hurt. 
you know, but yeah. I wasn't working on that. I wasn't, I still wasn't, I wasn't fully in remission, really. Right. This is what you would call a remission, yeah. where I'm working on things to make myself better. Right. As opposed to thinking, you know, my day's done and that's it. I mean, yep. this is complete contrast. Yeah. So, you know, all this, this whole conversation from the very first part other than our favorite movie, uh, it's really just, um, well, really, and, and us getting together and uh, being apart yet stayed together. Mm. Uh, this all is just boiling down to your supports are very important mm. and there's hope always. Exactly. So, you know, that's really what, what, what we wanted to talk about today and just, you know, anxiety and getting in control of it and, and that's something we'll, we'll talk about. Because I think we're gonna focus on anxiety disorders next next show. Yeah. And uh, so, really, I I uh, I wish you a, a great trip and and uh, to think about what you and I talk about and say, well, damn, you know. Yeah. I'm just gonna look forward to coming back. Right. Uh, you know. Well, I'll look forward to being there too. Uh, it's just the stuff in between. <laughs> Yeah, well, and we talked to Mitch, and the uh, weather seems nice there. So yeah, um, you know, should be a good time. Yeah, well, there. See, there you go. You're fixed. All right, thank you. <laughs> How much do I owe you, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, continue hoping out there, and and I hope that people write into the show and uh, tell us some some things. Uh, even any of our posts, just put in the comments uh, some things you might want to, some topics you might want to hear. Um, you know, and, and some comments that we could even read, uh, of course, if you want to be anonymous, indicate you want to be anonymous, but, mm -hmm. uh, love to, love to share that stuff and some real life stories, uh, you know, absolutely. Uh, I think it, uh, our, our best shows are the ones where we have guests on and people participate and, uh, we, we would love to have more participation, more types of shows like that. So, and people will get validation from us reading their stories, put a little story on there. It doesn't have to be long. Just, mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, what the show's meant to you and, uh, are you making any changes yourself? And, and again, maybe other topics that we're not hitting that you, you know, feel very important about and mm -hmm. maybe talking about more tools or whatever. Um, we'd love to read them on the show. And I think that, uh, you hearing that, um, will be validating. Absolutely. Cool. Well, have a great trip, and uh, this will be out on Tuesday. And uh, fingers crossed. We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better. I'll edit it on the plane. <laughs> there you go. So um, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Take it easy, everyone. That's our show for today. We want to thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Please follow us on Twitter at UnhingedPC, and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash unhingedpodcast. Also be sure to check out our website if you haven't done so already. It's at unhingedpodcast.com. We'll see you all next week.